Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast. I'm Jason Sroden, and today we're talking to, you know, one of my favorite humans alive and an employee at ECG Productions, Jordan Nowlin. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing good, Jay. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I miss you. It's been a while. We've been in quarantine. I haven't seen you in like four weeks. I know. It feels like forever. Last time I saw you was at the wedding, which was a great time. Oh, my God. That was, well, if we were going to go out, that was the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. Um, all right. So, Jordan, we're, we're trying to give people who come to your bio page a chance to get to know you a little bit. So I've developed some um, really genius questions to kind of dive in. Are you ready? I'm ready, Jay, whenever you are. Okay, this is a tough one. What do you do at ECG Productions? So I kind of wear a lot of different hats, uh, like a lot of the people at ECG. Um, but primarily, I live in the pre-production and production side of, uh, of everything that we do. So, you know, some days I'm wearing a producer's hat. Some days I'm directing. Uh, a lot of my days are spent doing writing of some kind, whether it's for our website or scripts for clients. Uh, and then I also deal with clients themselves. I do a lot of uh, kind of um, what uh, what some agencies might be considered account management work. Um, so I kind of jump around in a lot of different areas. But the primary the primary thing that I'm doing is working on creative and um, and account management stuff. Yeah, I mean you do a great job at all of those things, and I think that's you know a common thread that we have at ECG is that there are so many people who do so many different things. What's your favorite job to do? Uh, I really love uh, working on creative stuff. You know, I, I, I think that one thing that I really thrive in is being able to uh, work uh, with the team to come up with really cool creative ideas uh, and then uh, kind of push them forward to the point where they, you know, uh, where they are ratcheted up to the point of being exceptional. Uh, and then I think that one thing that I've honed over the last, you know, that last five years of working in this business is really being able to visualize what I want to create and getting it across the screen. So kind of working in that creative area is something that I really, really love. I just happen to be good at a lot of other things too. <laughs> nice. And, uh, hum being humble. Is yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that's what makes you a, a great salesperson too, is you're not a, afraid to tell people how awesome we are and how awesome you are. So I think that's totally. awesome. Um, on the sales side, you kind of like, you know, you came in as a producer and a writer and, and all that stuff. And you kind of jumped in to doing a lot of sales and I, you know, it is sales, but I don't think we do traditional sales, but I want to talk like, what is the process like when someone's dealing with you on, uh, an opportunity? Totally. So I think that one thing that's been really great about ECG is, you know, I've worked in other kinds of jobs that are sales forward, um, throughout my life. You know, I grew up working in, in hospitality. Uh, I've worked, uh, in outward sales when I worked in some of my previous jobs, uh, but the thing about ECG that makes it so awesome is that, you know, it's really easy to sell because, as you've already alluded to, we're awesome. And it's really easy to sell it because I know how awesome we are. Right. So a lot of the times when I'm talking to someone, it's really just figuring out, you know, what exactly they're trying to do, like what their goals are. And then, you know, based on experience working with clients in the past, I'm able to direct and say, hey, like, I think this might be a really good fit. Like, here's some examples that we've done. And most of the time we always have examples of 
what they're trying to do. You know, we've been around for, you know, going on, going on 14 years now. And over that time, we've done so many cool things that it, it honestly, the business sells itself. Um, all I have to do is pretty much be knowledgeable about everything that we've done, which, you know, after, you know, four years looking at every video we've done more than more than a handful of times, it's really just connecting with them and directing them to what I think would be a good fit for them. And it's really easy, honestly. Tell, tell me about, from your perspective about, um, the upgrade we just did to the office. Um, how do you explain it to people and how is it making you feel? I know we can't be there right now, (laughs) but I yearn for it personally. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it, you really can't put into words how much of an upgrade is and how awesome the new space is. I think that for people that we worked with in the past that have come, that were at the old office, a lot of times they were already in awe of that place. They just loved the vibe, loved how comfortable and relaxed we all were. Um, and I think that, you know, they they already knew that it was a great place to, to be and to work if they weren't at their own office. And then so take that and ratchet it up by like 25. And that's where we're at with the new space. It's um, it's spacious. It's got room to grow. Everything feels really comfortable. Everyone feels really at home already. Um, it's, it's just a really awesome, really awesome space to work. And I get to have, I got to keep my, my big ambient light, my big walled windows. So I came away super happy with it. And I'm in a cave, the perfect environment for me. Very much so. (laughs) So, okay, Jordan, I want to talk about your, uh, uh, childhood. Where were you born? So I was actually, I'm, uh, somewhat of a rarity uh in in the in the space we work and i'm actually an atlanta native i was born in Northside hospital um so about 15 minutes from where i'm living now um and i pretty much was born and raised in the metro atlanta area my entire life wow you are a 100 percent native that's crazy yeah. um, yep. what's your most impactful childhood memory oh man that's that's a tough one um it's not really childhood, I would say, but I think that one of the most adolescence is fine. Yeah, I think probably one of the most in, influential experiences that I had was in in high school. I did this program called uh, Governor's Honors Program. Uh, that if people that live in Georgia will maybe have heard of it, um, it was basically like you know going into my going into my senior year of high school. It was basically like college over the summer for like for like five weeks or whatever it was and it was just you know the best and brightest from georgia all congregated together and it was just a a really eye-opening experience both about you know it it gave me perspective on what it meant to be passionate about something and just how easy it is to work on something when you are passionate um so yeah i think about that all the time and just how that's shaped my life moving forward I, i i think that's probably one of the most impactful things that i've ever done in my life Totally. That that sounds awesome. So what, what's the stupidest thing you've ever done? Uh, this is a, this is, this takes the cake probably from a lot of other people that you've talked to on these kind of podcasts, but uh, I'll never forget. I was, so my mom was an elementary school art teacher for 35 years. Um, and when I was in elementary school, instead of going to the school uh, that I lived in the district in, uh, I went to school with her um, just for logistic reasons. I think it just made it easier for her, right? But doing that, I had to go on a lot of after-school errands with her, you know, go grocery shopping, uh, go uh, clothes shopping for either birthday presents for family members or for us, or just lots of little things, right? So I, I'll never forget one day, 
um, we were at Old Navy and I was probably in like the fourth or fifth grade at the time. Uh, and my mom ran in to go exchange something and just left me in the car with the AC on and listening to the radio. And I opened up her glove compartment and I found what I thought was like a Pez dispenser or something. I don't know what it was, but it turned out to be mace. And I maced myself in the face <laughs> and I could, like run inside the store and was just like screaming bloody murder. And my mom told me like, you know, years after the fact that she remembered like hearing on the overcom about how someone had maced himself. And uh, she was just like, what kind of idiot would do that? And then she came to the front to check out and saw me like screaming and she was like, Oh shit. So, uh, yeah, that's funny. Okay. So what, what's the most dangerous thing you've ever done? That's a good question. Um, well, well, drinking with you guys has got to be up there. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty dangerous for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, when I was when I was in high school, we used to go when we would go out on the lake, we'd go uh, cliff jumping pretty regularly. Um, and I guess in retrospect, that was kind of dangerous. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't really see anything as like as particularly dangerous. I just kind of do what you know, when when I'm when I'm recreating, I kind of just do what I think would be fun at the time. And I try not to think about it too much and just go with it. Um, it's only when I'm Same. working. You know, it's only it's only when I'm work when I'm working working that I try to take a little bit more measured approach to stuff. But when I'm just like doing my own thing, I kind of just do whatever I think is going to be fun. Absolutely. Okay, where did you go to college? Now I know this because you have that annoying bottle. Um, but and do you have your bottle? Jordan has this annoying bottle he sips out of that makes this horrible noise. You don't have that, do you? No, I don't. I really really wish I did. I have I actually have another water bottle. Uh, I have three. Uh, and I keep the one with the really loud, annoying whistle at the office just to piss you off. But I have one of my other ones here with me right now, actually. It's not so, nearly as So where did you go to college and what did you study? So I went to University of Georgia, um, which I still have a near and dear place in my heart for. I loved going to school in Athens. It was awesome. Uh, and I, uh, very strangely, was actually a triple major. Um, I uh, went into college with a bunch of credits already accrued. Um, and I started off as a double major in English and psychology, and then I finished what would be a normal undergraduate degrees, uh, in two, in three years. Uh, but I didn't want to leave. So I decided to take my minor, which was film studies and make it into another major and just stayed for another year and finished that out. So I eventually graduated with three degrees. Wow. Such an overachiever. It was more, it was more just not wanting to leave college, wanting to stay in that little bubble for at least a little bit longer, you know? Uh, and, but I'm glad I did it. It was, it was a, it was a really good last year to be there. And, you know, I, I, I think that anyone that has the opportunity to, to, to really enjoy college in that, in that way should, should take it. It's, it's, you know, I don't think that people really need a college degree these days. I think that it's more about experience than anything else, but I do think that it's a good opportunity to, to socialize and normalize and just kind of like enjoy that transition period into adult life. So I'm glad that I did it. What was your uh, drink of choice in college? Oh, Jesus. It, 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 uh, it evolved. Thank God. Uh, when I was a, when I was a freshman, uh, it was usually, um, uh, it was coconut rum and Mountain Dew mixed oh, together. Oh, oh yeah. It was, it was bad. Like just thinking about it now makes me cringe a little bit. Uh, that it was, yeah, it was that. And then when we went to the bars, it was, um, Amaretto Sours, which also makes me cringe oh, a little bit. Oh my God. Yeah. But by, but by, Are you a teenage by the end, girl? 
Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but but by the time I uh, graduated college, I had, uh, I had evolved significantly to old fashions, where generally my drink of choice. Uh, but you had to go to the right places in Athens. You can't go to all the bars. Uh, you go to like one of the more frat leaning bars and ask for an old fashioned and you're going to have a bad time. That's for sure. Yeah. Jordan is, um, one of our hospitality experts and a foodie and a cocktail lover. So to hear that those were your first drinks, man, you have come far. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. How did you end up at ECG? Um, it was kind of a roundabout, um, journey. Um, so I had just moved back to Atlanta after living in New York for about three and a half years. And um, I was working freelance at uh, a couple of different places. Um, I worked for another really great um, video production company that we've worked uh, in conjunction with a couple times called Trade Native uh, for about a year uh, on and off with certain projects. And then I worked for a little while uh, with a, a uh, a uh, what they call advertainment agency called Bark Bark, uh, who also do really great work and are filled really great people. Uh, and while I was at Bark Bark, I met one of their awesome on uh, roster directors named Jan Mullins, uh, who is a really really amazing person. And she knew you guys um, through other people through other people, the brothers Young, who are also really great folks. So it was just kind of this like weird, you know, like I, I met someone who knew someone else who knew someone else who introduced me to you. Uh, and that's kind of eventually where, where it came to. But, you know, I, uh, I'm really glad that, that Jan connected us because it's been, it's been a very fun time ever since. Yeah. When Jordan came in, he was like dressed to the nines. turns out Jordan just dresses nice in general, but I was like, Oh God, this guy is really, and he j you just came in out of a cannon, just like normal. And, uh, it was uh, love at first sight. I'm so happy that Jan connected us. We've really built something, uh, extraordinary together. Um, yeah. what, uh, what do you like most about ECG productions? Uh, I think the thing that I really like, most, there's two things I've thought about this recently. So one, I love how it's just very results driven. Um, you know, it's, I, I love how, you know, if I wanted to, I could create my own schedule. I could work nights. I could do, you know, whatever. It's really just all about like, are you helping the team? Are we building something great together? And are you getting the work that, you know, you need to do done? Um, and it's really like you, you allow us, um, you know, within the company to have our own agency. And I really love that. Um, and then uh, the other thing is just how collaborative we are. You know, one thing that we've talked about a lot in creative meetings is that, you know, great ideas can come from anywhere. Um, and I love how, you know, we work in conjunction with together and not against each other when it comes to things. Um, you know, if, uh, if one of our interns has a great idea, we'll run with it. We'll like, we'll make it happen. Um, you know, when we're sitting in and talking about, um, talking about creative for a commercial, you know, anyone can speak up, anyone can voice their opinion. And sometimes it may not be the best idea, but it can lead to something really great. I think that's something that you're really great at Jay is, you know, sometimes you don't have the best ideas, but you always, <laughs> you always, but you always get the conversation started in the right way. And you're not afraid to voice those opinions. Uh, uh, so many bad ideas, <laughs> Jordan, I can't even tell you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm very aware. Very, very aware. But no, but, 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 but to get back to yeah, I just think that we just all work, collaboratively it really is you know it's a cliche that you hear that you know it's a family but i do think that everyone has each other's back uh and i think that that, that uh collaboration shines through in every facet of what we do <coughs> pardon me i'm still getting over the covid19 virus i still can't taste anything which is super weird uh, oh, that's but, I, but i digress so jordan um 
we talk a lot and you've been kind of critical in crafting this with the partners at ECG Productions, the ECG experience. How would you describe the ECG experience as it relates to clients, vendors, and staff? Uh, I think that, I mean, it's pretty much just summarized by work hard, play hard. You know, again, kind of a trite saying, but I think that that's totally the case. You know, I think that you know, maybe it's because so many of us who were born and raised in the South and maybe it's because so many of us have gone through the ringer so many times that we like to reward ourselves for going through it. But you know, I think that the thing that separates us is, you know, we are more than willing to to grind as long and as hard as we need to to get a project done. And we're going to put forth 110 percent effort. But then we also make sure that, you know, we have fun with it. You know, we wouldn't do this if we didn't absolutely love what we were doing. And I think that we like to reward both ourselves and the people we work with for a job well done. So, you know, whether that whether that's, you know, holding a, a really kick ass happy hour at the on Fridays or, uh, you know, celebrating the conclusion of a great partnership or a great project with a really exemplary meal out on the town. You know, we just like to make sure that everyone uh, feels appreciated and feels like they got the most out of everything. Yeah. And I think one great example is we were doing a bunch of commercials for Comcast business and we had a whole plan for, you know, after each shoot, depending on who was producing that day. And on day one, Jordan came in with a bottle of wine, a towel over his arm. And as soon as we wrapped, poured glasses of wine for the clients. And it's, it's not just about, you know, getting people drunk and having a good time. It's about creating an experience unlike people have really ever experienced where we're really thinking about hospitality and that we are in essence also a hospitality company. People are spending long hours with us doing hard work and we need to make sure that they're taken care of with great craft services and good Mm -hmm. drinks and good attitudes and, and as little stress as possible. And uh, I I think we've really cultivated that and it's, it's very, very exciting. Um, Yeah, I think that if I can just touch on that just a little bit more, Jay, I think a lot of that comes from, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I did kind of grow up working in in hospitality in one area or another. And I think that, you know, the thing that separates the good from the great when it comes to that is just that attention to detail and just making it feel like uh, like you're setting the setting the table for a for a family get together rather than just for strangers. Right. And I think it's that idea that we try to bring into all of our productions. You know, these are you know, these are clients that we're working with, but they're also in a lot of cases, friends and close acquaintances. And, you know, we want them to feel like the like the family they are to us when they when they come in, when they step on set and off set. Yeah. The, the right client does feel like a friend, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only want to work with people that I like. I'm not interested in working with – life's too short to work with assholes. I mean, that's my thinking. Um, What's your favorite type of project? I really love working on uh, branded content. I think that that is a lot of fun. I think that if the brand is willing to take some risks and do some things that uh, kind of push it forward, uh, finding creative ways to align brands with uh, unique – concepts um you know i I think that the the problem that sometimes happens is when you try to push it forward too much the brand forward too much uh but if you can find subtle ways to integrate it while keeping the content really unique and really cool uh i think that's awesome uh and i also so branded content is one and then you know obviously anytime we get to do narrative stuff it's always a lot of fun uh you know 
taking that with a grain of salt, you know, how, how much goes into that and how, how challenging that can be. But I think that doing something narrative is always a lot of, it always brings a lot of rewarding after, uh, after glow to it. Yep. Absolutely. Um, uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? I think my biggest pet peeve is, is organization. Uh, I think that over the years, uh, you know, when I was in college and even before that, I, I was admittedly probably a bit of a, uh, disorganized person to a certain extent, you know, I never really liked structure, never really liked, uh, being able to do things in a regimented way. Uh, but especially when you get into producing, uh, I just call it my producer's brain, right. You know, and it, it bleeds into even social situations now. Like I always have to think three steps ahead, be, you know, if I'm going out, I'd be like, okay, so we're going to meet here and then we're going to go do this around this time. And then, you know, you know, bang, 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 bang. So I think that, you know, keeping an organized structure is really important to me, especially because I know how vital it is to run a good production. Um, so when I see things that are unorganized or not set up in a, in a good way, it makes me a little anxious. Uh, but luckily we don't deal with that a lot, uh, within the company. So that's really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's your biggest fear? Um, probably my biggest fear is running out of scotch during this quarantine. That makes me a little, makes me a little nervous. Uh, I hope that I don't have to deal with that, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I guess, I guess just as that is, uh, uh, probably looking back on a career, you know, 30, 40 years from now and feeling like I didn't do anything great or worth, uh, worthwhile. I don't think it's going to be that way. You know, that's, I, I work every day to try to make sure that I'm pushing towards something like that. But I think that that's something that I think I need that fear in the back of my mind to help continue to push me forward. So I think that it's, it can be a healthy motivator as long as you don't let it control you completely. Yeah. You cannot let fear take over. And I think regret is also one of my biggest fears too, you know, not doing the most or missing out. So I, mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. What are you most excited about for future Jordan Allen? I, I, I think it's really great that you alluded to the, the experience that we have with Comcast. Cause I really, really had a great time with that. Uh, like getting, like figuring out from the clients, like every, like the type of wine that they liked and where, what kind of food they like to eat. Like I love cultivating those kinds of experiences. Um, so as we continue to grow and get and, and work on larger productions with bigger clients, more people involved, I'm really excited about getting a chance to kind of coordinate some of those efforts some more. Um, I guess I've always kind of like love to be the host and love to kind of, uh, and kind of support people that way. So getting the opportunity to do that on a, on a more continued and grander scale, I think would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. We would have crushed it in the 1950s Mad Men style. <laughs> oh, very much so. Very, very much <laughs> We so. were meant for that. Um, so, so, you know, the, the, the last thing I want to ask is, you know, if you could tell, um, you know, young people who are maybe listening to this podcast about what moves they should make to get to where you are, what would you tell them? Probably the three biggest things I could say would be one read voraciously. Uh, I'm a super big avid reader. I, I, I love it. And I, I take away a lot from it. Uh, I think it does depend on what kind of learner you are, but I think that you can glean a lot of information just from reading and, and I guess in today's day and age, watching uh, information uh, about what you want to do. Um, the information is out there. You just have to be proactive about it. 
uh, which leads me into my second thing, which is, you know, if you're going to survive in this business at all, you have to be a self-starter. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier how I love how you give us agency to, to, to do our work and, you know, you don't have to handhold us or like, you know, you, you hold us accountable, but it's not overburdensome. And that's because you know that we're all self-starters, you know, we're going to get our stuff done no matter what. And I think that that is important in any industry, but especially if you want to cut through the clutter in uh, the world of video, I think you have to, you have to have the drive to be able to do it. Um, and then lastly, um, I would just say, uh, I would just say that, you can't take yourself too seriously, you know, like, like the whole ECG mantra is we work hard, we play hard. And I think that, you know, you have to be driven, you have to work hard, but you also have to allow yourself that moment of reprieve and that time to kind of just, just relax. I think that that's just as important as, as grinding as hard as possible to be able to get where you want to go. Um, so I think that if you do all three of those things and just have a clear vision in mind of where you think you want to go, um, then you're on the right track. Absolutely. Jordan, it is a pleasure and an honor to have you on this team. I hope we get to do this together for years to come. If you want to get in touch with Jordan, Jordan, what's your IG handle, your email address, and the best way to reach you? Yes, yeah, so my IG handle is uh, all lowercase, I want it now, Lynn. And that's N-O-W-L-I-N. Um, you can reach me uh, probably best at my ECG email, which is jordan at ecgprod.com. Uh, and then if you really want to get in touch with me, uh, you can reach me through our uh, our connected line, which is 855-787-4487. And then I'm extension 704. Awesome. Jordan, thank you for your time. Everybody, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time.